Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, everyone. This is the Millionaire Hippies Podcast with your host, Boom Shika, where we chat about spirituality, business, and health. We all want to live self-actualizing, fulfilling lives with joy, prosperity, and gratitude. Let's go on this beautiful journey together. Hello, everyone. I hope that you're doing amazing wherever you are in the world. My name is Boom Shaka, and I welcome you to my channel. As always, I'm so grateful that you're listening, subscribing, and commenting. I really appreciate the support. 
In this one, I want to speak to you a little bit about creativity and one of my major blocks with my creative work. I know a lot of people imagine or think that I have no blocks at all because I'm constantly putting out content. But in a lot of cases, a lot of the content, almost all of the content I put out onto the web is unedited. It is uncensored, unedited. And uh, in, I think in my YouTube videos, it works really well because it is a stream of consciousness. And I want these vlogs to be extremely from the heart, extremely from my, you know, from my soul, basically me speaking to you guys heart to heart. And so I think in these videos, it works really well. For me, I really love them. I believe you guys do as well. Let me know if you don't. But I've been considering that perhaps in my writing, especially in my fiction novels, I need to become a little bit more edited in that regard. Recently, a good friend of mine read one of my novels. I think I've shared this with you guys. And she had a lot of feedback to give me. Not negative necessarily, but feedback that I could improve my novels with. Feedback that I could really become, that I could really grow with. And I could, in my next few novels, because of the growth that I've experienced, because of the feedback she's given me, I could really make an impact on my writing. And one of the things I noticed, because this made me actually go back and read my book, because she gave me feedback and she's like, you know, go and read it and kind of correct it because I'll really improve your book. And so for the first time in my life, I actually went back and reread one of my books. And that's one of my things is that I usually write the book, Stream of Consciousness, again. So obviously there's loads of mistakes and lots of errors and grammatical mistakes and obviously also errors in the book itself with the characters. Sometimes I'll use the wrong names or I'll... Um, I'll do things like that, really basic errors, which should not be happening in a book. But because I don't actually go and read the book again, which is terrible, I know, and I'm really correct, trying to correct that right now. But because I don't, I actually miss all those errors. And then I just publish the book just like that. And then I move on to the next one. I start writing the next one right away. Now what I'm trying to do is I'm really trying to edit my stuff little by little, like very slowly. Because I've already written 15 or 16 novels and published them without editing, editing them. And so really, I have to go back and edit all of them, which is fine. I don't mind doing that. Maybe the quarantine is supposed to be a time for me to do it. But one of the blocks, as I said, that came up for me, one of the reasons why I was so afraid to edit before that I figured from this is that, you know, I had this idea in my head and a lot of creative people have this idea in our heads where we think that if we don't, if we don't do it perfectly, if we don't finish it, then we don't have to put it out there and if we don't put it out there perfectly then there's no judgment and if there is judgment we can just be like well i didn't edit it so of course you don't like it come on and so we have kind of like uh out like we have an out so we can't just they can't just be like well it's your writing that sucks <laughs> you can be like no it's not my writing i haven't edited it if i edited it then it'd be perfect and you'd have no complaints right and so that's an out for us. And then so that's an out for me as well. And I think I've been using it in my head because I haven't been using it with other people, obviously, because I'm smarter than that, <laughs> maybe. But I've been using it in my head. And I think to myself, well, well, I really didn't edit the book. So if they're not doing well or if they're not selling this, it's not my fault. It's the book's fault. It's the fact that I didn't edit the book, right? And so it's weird that I can even say that out loud. It's not my fault. How is it not my fault? It's my fault because I didn't edit it. But again, as a creative person, it's very easy for us to literally make up these stories in our heads that help us give ourselves an excuse. 
It's literally the best excuse in the world because it's not like you're not doing the work. I'm doing the work. I'm doing the writing. I am writing. Come on, I'm writing. I'm doing work. So I have an excuse. I am writing, but I'm not editing. And so in that, I have an out because if I don't sell my books or if people don't like my books, well, I didn't edit them. I'm still a great writer in my head. I can still pretend like I'm a good writer. I can still pretend like I'm a great creative. I can still pretend like I should keep on writing because it's the editing's fault. It's not my fault, right? And so I've been using this excuse for the last three and a half years now, which is a long time to use an excuse. And perhaps the quarantine is, that's my lesson from the quarantine is literally that, you know, you can't, I can't use this excuse anymore. I cannot because there's no benefit to it because I've tried editing a novel. It's actually pretty easy. It's not that hard. Now, again, I'm not doing it perfectly either. So perhaps... Perhaps that could be another one of my excuses in the future of like, well, I edited, but I didn't really do it perfectly. I mean, I didn't, I spent a few months on it, but I really didn't go all the way in. Again, though, that's one of the things with editing as well is that you can edit, 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 and you can literally edit until you die. Uh, that's why a lot of novelists and authors, you know, they really just usually had one novel that they published in their entire lifetime because they spent a lot of their lifetime basically editing that one novel. That's why it's so perfect. Um, for me, I find I get bored very easily. And so again, this is one of my excuse perhaps, but I find that I want to, there's so many stories in my head that I want to write. So, you know, I'll, I have decided that I will definitely edit, but I'm not going to spend too much time editing. I'm going to do as much editing as I can, as I can manage, you know, and I'm not making it perfect. I'm not going 100%. I might go like 70%, 75%, and that's it. And then I'm going to publish it, right? So I'm still editing, but I'm not I'm not spending three, four, five years editing a book. My sister, on the other hand, she's an INTJ. It's a big difference. And she has been writing this book for the last six or seven years now. And she's been editing it, writing it, rewriting it, editing it for seven years now. And she's, I think, finally finished writing it. But, I mean, she hasn't finished editing it right either. She's still editing it. But that's the kind of editing that I'm talking about. Like, she is, that that's the right kind of editing, I think, that we, people should be doing. I don't know if I'm actually doing it right. But, you know, for me, I'm like, all right, I'm going to edit it. I'm going to publish it. And then we'll move on to my next book. I'm already writing a different book, you know. So I'm already like, well, all these ideas in my head. I want to do this, that. But I'm thinking that I'm going to slow down the pace of my writing and, you know, not write as much, but write as, as I do a thousand words a day, but focus the rest of my free time as much as possible on editing. And that's my real thing right now is going to be a big one for me. These like next few months is edit, edit, edit. But I wanted to share this with you guys again, because a lot of you probably think, you know, she's very creative. She writes all the time. La la la. She has no blocks. Maybe you think that way, I don't know. <laughs> but um, I realized that I have this major block in terms of editing and this major block in the fact that, you know, we believe, or I believe, or I have this thing, this excuse that I use that, you know, if it's not finished yet, or if I'm not finished with it yet, if I'm not done completely with it, then that's an excuse that I have. It's an out that I have. It's not, it's not my fault that I'm not a successful writer. It's the fact that I, I haven't edited my books. If I edited them, I'd be really, really successful. Well, then why haven't you edited it? Because I'm lazy? No, because I'm afraid. It's fear holding me back. Because what I'm thinking is that if I actually did it, if I actually did the editing, and then I put the book out, and it still doesn't do well, then it's actually my fault. That means that I'm not a good writer. And then that fear of being labeled or realizing that fear that, oh my God, it's not 
my book. It's not the editing process. It's not this or that. It's me. I, I just am not a good writer, right? Or I just haven't put enough effort into it. I'm just too lazy for it. Or maybe I'm just not a good writer. Like maybe my writing is not appealing to people, right? And so but to have that revelation is a fearful thing. It's a fear-inducing. I am too afraid to have that final realization. I mean, I read a lot of books. I read a lot. And every time I compare my writing with other people, I'm like, um, yeah, you know what? <laughs> I have a long way to go. I mean, a long way to go in terms of me ever being able to compete with these amazing writers. But does not mean that I'm going to stop writing? I'm definitely not going to stop writing. It does not mean that for sure. It used to mean that in the past, but it does not mean that right now. And I'm going to keep on writing. But again, I'm going to add editing to my repertoire so I can improve myself as well. I can keep on becoming better and better. And I can't use editing as an excuse anymore. There might be other excuses that might come up for sure, right? Maybe the fact that I'm not marketing. But like, well, it's because I'm not marketing them well. That's why my books are not successful. It's not because I'm a terrible writer. <laughs> but we'll go on that journey when it actually comes up. So right now I'm focused on writing and editing. Writing and editing. I'm really focusing on that in this time, in this modern time. And I'm thinking to myself, you know, I have years and years and years to improve and years to write and, and get there. I'm not, there's no urgency to it. I don't, I'm not like, oh, well, by the time I'm 40, I have, there's nothing like that. So I just, I'm just enjoying the process of it. I'm just really enjoying the writing process and the whole process of editing as well now. And the process of learning more about myself through this whole, this whole situation is actually really teaching me about the way my mind works, the way my, my brain works, the, the way I start using excuses the way I think about myself, the way I think about the world, you know, so it's actually really fascinating in general, and I'm really enjoying it. And so I'm grateful that I have this opportunity, not only to feel all these feelings, but also to share them with you guys. Perhaps you are going through exactly the same thing, maybe not. But if you are a creative person, this is something, this is definitely one of the major blocks that we have as a creative individual. And I really do want to highlight it if you are perhaps going through it yourself. Okay. Again, if you have any questions about this or anything else, comment below and I shall obviously do a follow-up video. Again, thank you so much for watching, for listening, and I shall see you the next time around. Bye for now. Thanks for listening. Go check out my website at themillionairehippie.com if you want more free, awesome content. If you really like the podcast, please consider giving me a five-star review on iTunes. Until next time, namaste. 
Every frame's designed in-house, with a huge selection of styles for every face shape. And with Warby Parker's free home try-on program, you can order five pairs to try at home for free. Shipping is free both ways, too. Go to warbyparker.com slash covered to try five pairs of frames at home for free. warbyparker.com slash covered.